There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Now I want everyone to just take a second mm. and get yourself together. Okay. And know this. <gasps> it's real, bitch. It's this real, bitch. Lost Culturistas <laughs> podcast coming through your earphones. Oh, come on. Uh, I just want to say um, we have not technically been on a full hiatus since last episode, but it's the liminal space between a non-hiatus and a full hiatus. But still so much longer than I than I want to be Absolutely. away. I want to be talking to you all the do-da day. All the do-da Each day. do, yes. Um, so much culture's happened since the last episode, oh, too. Oh, a ton of culture. Yes. By the way, I just want to say, um, my name is Matt Rogers. Um, by the way, I want to say my name is Bowen Yang. We are two best friends who host a podcast together that dives into <laughs> culture. And wow, has there been a lot of culture these past days. These past days, there's been a lot of culture, and um, I, I also want to say this. What? I think it's very important to remind the listeners who we are, what we stand for, what our mission statement is, what our value proposition is, honey. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> See, in the beginning of anything, you want to establish who you are, mm. what your relationship is to the other person. What you have to offer, the value proposition. We're using business terms here, honey. Yes, bitch. Oh, yes, bitch. Now, uh, this all seems to be a very fitting introduction to our Amazing guest. Yes. I'm so excited about this guest. I love this guest so much. He is a true this mogul. A mogul Hashtag of culture. Hashtag this guest. 
<laughs> this guest. Let's lift off. Let's lift off the credits. Yeah, honey. I get off on these credits. I get off. <laughs> he is on the legendary. Yeah. I said it. Mm-hmm. UCB weekend team, the law firm. Yes, mythical. Mythical I nature. Say. The mythical nature of this team. Oh, uh, rings absolutely. true. Rings true. He hosts the character wheelhouse show at UCB called Ding Dong. Ding honey. Dong, and you can see that at UCB Chelsea, and it's coming up, and maybe even yours truly will be a guest. Okay, girl. Okay, it's a little teasing. Okay, yeah, a little yes. bit of teasing. <laughs> you know, tickle tickle. Um, mm. you might have known him. From VH1's Best Week Ever. Yes. Which is, of course, famously the best show ever. And what a <laughs> what a little heartthrob. Truly. Truly. In fact, a lot of uh, community gays, a lot of UCB gays, a lot of people out there, these gays, they have a crush on Brian Fossett. I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. But but multiple sources have but said. But multiple sources confirm they have crushes on Brian Fossett. <laughs> since since Best Week Ever days. Oh, shit. Absolutely. I gave away his name. Listen, you've seen him in videos on Above Average. All the doodah. <laughs> It is Brian Fox. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Ooh, crush alert. <laughs> yeah, crush alert. Crush that was worthy. the first time I've heard that. Really? Come on. You must have known. You must have had admirers. Well, I think Janie and Kelly, okay. our friends, mutual friends, mm-hmm. have a bit going on where they pretend to be attracted to me because anytime I post like a shameless, this thirst is me. Pick. Attractive yeah, thirst photo. Pick. Yeah. yeah. They both will comment and tag each other. Unbelievable. But Brian. No I mean, matter what. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm being made fun of. No. Brian wields the power well, though, of the thirst trap. I you know, mean, Brian's it's true. Brian. But, and I will say I this. I love a selfie. I love yes. a selfie. We, we actually got to know Brian well because we were in Brian's uh, advanced study performance class mm. at UCB called Brunch, where we basically did. Sorry. A, it was the official title is Brunch with, with Brian, Brian Foss. Foss. <laughs> Brunch with Brian Foss. Gotta have Foss. the name in the title. Gotta have it. <laughs> okay, yes. Amazing. I like that better. Um, but, and I will say, when Brian entered the room, yes, I exclaimed, Daddy! And, and it stuck. It and caught it stuck. on to such an extent. And how did you feel when I said that? Because you gave me a look like you didn't like I don't it. Th- I feel like Brian didn't like it, but I'll let you answer for Here's yourself. the thing about nicknames. You can't pick your own nickname. That's like, true. Even Sting, everyone's like... You're still Gordy. You know what I mean? Like, you can't pick your own nickname. It's right. not okay. Not and cool. so it's, it happens to you. Mm-hmm. And sure. I accept it. And no nickname, truly, in all of my years, <laughs> no nickname is stuck except for really? that. That's <gasps> unbelievable. I'm so thrilled. And you're sort of the king of nicknames. Yes. You know, well, this is my thing, is when I feel an instinct, I follow it. <laughs> and, like, for example... Bowen has many nicknames. Bobiset, mm. Alana's Bobiset, mm. um, Bobis, Bobisa, Booba, Bobisa. Yes, but then, but as Matt has mentioned before, um, you know, he comes. The nicknames are out of complete affection. Oh yeah, oh. I mean, when when yes. I when I feel a burst of love in my heart, like some, some word will just fly forth. You don't tease someone you don't No, but that's adore. the thing, like, I mean, th- there's a fine line between a nickname and a teasing nickname, girl. Yes. If it's not, if it's bothering you, then... No, I I think daddy is hilarious. Yeah. I'm not a great. father in real life, but no. when you're a teacher in a class, you're sort of like... You're a daddy. Everyone <laughs> goes into their old, like, psychosexual, right. you know, position. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. of and course, like, absolutely. And it's funny how some people become, like, the rebels in the class, mm-hmm. even though outside yeah. of class they're, like, have no issue with authority and sure. they don't think of you that way, but because suddenly they're, like, in ninth grade and they're being told what to do. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. I mean, there is definitely... I've actually always, for as long as I've been in a classroom, I've always, always had a 
thing with the teacher. Oh, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. I have, I, I've always thought it was like a thing with authority, mm. but like I've never not been like a little sexually intimidated by the person that was teaching the class. Oh, there's, there's and this goes power, back to yeah. since I was like in first grade. I had a math teacher, and I'll use her old name because she's had like other. Uh, okay, divorcee, honey. Yeah. Yep. Mrs. Mobley. Mrs. Mobley. And now Ooh. she's someone else. And, uh, <laughs> but she was this like a hundred pound little, like probably 27 year old hottie math teacher. She yeah. like did business school, did corporate world for like a couple years. And oh, then wow. was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the kids. Yeah. And she used to make eyes at me mm-hmm. in our pre-calc class. That's yeah. right. Pre-calculus. Wow. And then I took AP calc with her, but she smart. Yeah. You know, I got a five. Um, so <laughs> did you? Yeah. An AP Calc? I got a five in AP Calc. Yeah. What? Someone and I are very smart. very smart. I took Regent <laughs> Statistics. Oh, what is that? Man. It's like, the, it's like. Statistics not, is very hard. You could either do calculus or you could do statistics. Oh. And I chose to do statistics because it was easier. And I it's also not, did. No, it's a myth. It's not easier. Statistics yeah. is. Probability crazy, is crazy like hard. the hardest part. Of math, conceptualizing probability is nuts. My I mean, think about. It. I don't in... want to bring up the election in the first minute of every conversation, Come but on. perfect example. It's like people look at the percentage on the New York Times mm-hmm. and they think Hillary will win by eighty three percent. It's like no, 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 no. no. It's a li- it's, it's a probability. There were five elections. Yeah, she will win four of them and lose one, one of, of them, them, and we got the fifth one. Yep, yep, yep. And people are like, fuck? wait, no, and it's like she has the. 80% chance of winning by only 1%. Now, if we said, what is her chance of winning by 5%, the number would be very different. Yeah. And people's confidence would have been very different. Exactly. But Look, it's, it's very difficult as humans to wrap our brains around this. Brian can teach probability. Which is why Stats. I've famously taken to the woods. Uh-huh. And now I listen to nothing. I only come out <laughs> for this podcast. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so listen, we we're talking about daddy and, you know, Mark... Has a beautiful husband. I mean, Brian, Brian has, has a beautiful, beautiful husband, husband Mark. Mark. And you know, Mark has a beautiful husband Thank named you. Brian. Oh, Foss come as well. on. Shit goes both ways. So, beauty of homosexuality. So, <laughs> what I guess this naturally goes to is children. When? <laughs> oh my God. I get that. We get this question all the time. I'm, I'm sure you, you do. Um, and it's a compliment to be like, you would be great parents, but it's also sort of a backhanded. <laughs> I didn't mean it as, I didn't mean it as that. I you didn't even say I would be a good parent. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like put that in your mouth. Oh, uh, we don't have kids now and we're not planning on having kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we did, we would, the only thing that we have decided on is that we would adopt. We wouldn't yeah. do yes. like the surrogacy route. You um, must. And then the only other thing we've talked about is like, if we did have kids, we would probably not adopt an infant. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Oh okay. Yeah, like an older nice. kid that can already talk and shit. <laughs> talk, comma, and shit. Yeah. Well, hopefully um, it yeah. could be. It could shit. You know, otherwise that'd be a whole other issue. We'll be like, where we right. get this kid? Kid can't shit. All right. Kid where doesn't does, even shit. Where does it go? Kid talks, doesn't shit. <laughs> it's unbelievable, this kid. Or kid shits, doesn't talk. Thought we were doing a good thing, getting him a little bit later in life. You know what? Kid doesn't shit. <laughs> That's. But yeah, like. <laughs> Three, four, five, six. Those are great ages. Those are great yeah, ages. Yeah, that's good. That's oh, Brian, good. that's very nice. And so we recently had Beth Newell on the show, and we said to her, like... Oh, right. How many kids does she have? She's two. got two. Wow. But she gets to expose these kids to culture. Mm. And we were talking a little bit before we got on air, and um, Brian Foss. Yes, Brian. Um, you know, what is the culture that made you say, hmm, culture's for me? I know you, you have a certain love for a certain pop star that we share. 
Right. That would yes. be Mariah Carey. Mariah. That would be Miss Mariah. Now, I don't know Mimi. if she's the thing that the first time I realized. Right, of course. Of course for for me. Sure. I definitely. She was defining, though, in a way. I remember watching, there was a VH1 or MTV Mariah Carey versus Whitney Houston music video marathon. Oh, oh yeah. It was on a Saturday or Sunday. It's great program. My wet dream. And I, like, had to mow the lawn that day and, like, <laughs> hid hot in the basement. <laughs> We're trying to watch this thing. Oh man! And yeah. it was yeah, oh, it was Brian. great. So and that was I don't what was that like third grade? Like yeah, fourth yeah, yeah. Grade? Wow, early. But I would say there was similar. It's like culture to me. Um, first time I was like, wow, I want to do that. I don't know <sighs> how. Was probably watching that movie Heather's. Wow. Oh, okay. And yes. what's crazy is like I we didn't have you know streaming. Everything. Yeah, you had to go out and get it. I watched it for the first time on TBS, mm. censored. <gasps> so it was like watered down. Heather's. So you know, and there's some like gently yeah. with a chainsaw wasn't in it. You know, yeah. wow. it was like they had all these cutaway shots. And actually, I read later that like Shannon Doherty, she had like a uh, stage mom that didn't want her to say any. Like bad words. I thought you were going to say Shannon Doherty actually improvised a lot of her amazing dialogue. <laughs> no. And I was like, there's no goddamn Absolutely. way. <laughs> Absolutely not. That script is perfect. And the writer for that movie also wrote Batman Returns. Yeah. Hudson oh, wow. Yeah. There are things that when I was like a young gayling, I was like, didn't realize I'm like Michelle Pfeiffer is a gay icon. Like, Catwoman is, I mean, that is such a brilliant for yeah. the ages. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. even the penguin is so funny in that. Penguin's yeah. Like really when they funny. throw him Danny up, DeVito. It's Come so on. funny. Yeah. I became fixated with Michelle Pfeiffer. And then in my room, when I was by myself, I pretend someone was pushing me out a window to my death. Oh, I would do I that too. It. Yeah. Like, ah, and then you become a cat. The amount of backflips when she put, when she, Catwoman, here we are. And then she just oh backflips away. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. The amount of backflips is so hilarious. <laughs> Six, seven, all good girls go to uh, heaven. Truly iconic. <laughs> I would reenact the scene where she, yeah, where she would go home to her apartment and then the cats would all like, she basically, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, Terrifying. it's so funny. It's, it's so good. It's great game. All great of that. Game. Great game. And Heather's is so smart. And I, I remember being on a vacation and my whole family was sort of sleeping in. We were visiting family in Long Island, Suffolk County, Bayshore. Respect. One town over from my growing uppings. I slip. Actually, we might have been in Islip or West Islip. Okay. Then that's even hey, closer. Islip. How you doing? You're Babylon? It's your girl. No, it's I'm Islip. It's Islip. Okay. And I like was the youngest of four. I would wake up early. Remember when that happened? Yeah. You'd like wake up before the parents. And I went over and it was like maybe seven in the morning and I went into like the room and watched Heathers for the first time. The real Heathers or the TBS Heathers. The TBS Heathers. Okay. And wow. I was like, the the volume is probably on like one or two. Yeah. I, was, oh, God this is real. I pulled yeah. up like a chair to the screen That's and real. watched it. And I remember being like, what is this? Yeah. Christian Slater was making me feel things. Ooh, yeah, for Winona sure. The writer was making me feel different things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> wow. That's, that's amazing. That's specific. That's, that's, that's a, a very great answer. good one. Yeah. Heathers. I mean, yeah, I feel like there might've been some generational, that that definitely Window wasn't mine, but I was absolutely infatuated, infatuated with all things Clueless. Like when I oh, yeah. first mm-hmm. saw totally. Alicia Silverstone, I was like, who the fuck is she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to know everything about what that is about. Yeah. Well, how, why are they talking like that? Yeah. She looks like I've never seen anyone look. Her, and the, like, the I just, styling, it being like, it's not really what high school kids wore. Right. Definitely right, not. Right. right. You know, it's but like it's a cartoon. Preppy. It's a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. And you know, but apparently they did Amy Heckerling who wrote that and directed it, like apparently she did hang out like 
with those kids. I don't, I don't doubt that those kids existed. But they're heightened versions of what those kids are. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. is there a guy that wears like a 1950s matinee idol outfit to school? Like, I don't <laughs> think so. Honestly, what was that choice? I think that movie is so genius smart. in every yeah. way. I remember being truly surprised that yeah. he was like the gay friend. Right. Didn't get Christian. that he was gay until many years later. Well, I was they watching it as like a six-year-old. In fact, I remember... Well, they have a euphemism in it, but they... Which oh, is, they, they, maybe Streisand they ticket holding friend of Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, don't know what that is. Nah, uh He's gay. And they said, he's gay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they explicitly Oh my God, shared the boy can dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm totally bugging. All these words like meant so nothing funny. to me yeah. being seven or eight years old in yeah. the back of my parents' conversion van on a trip down to florida because we decided to drive that year oh why wouldn't you drive my sister and i are watching it in the back on that television that was like literally put in the conversion van yes and we finished watching it and i turned to my sister who was like five and she i was like i liked it she goes me too i want to watch it again right now and we put it back on and we watched it again and we didn't get a second of it but it was like visual too yeah, yeah. which is like a sneaky trick to make it a visual snack. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got to have art direction, girl. Rule number 28 of culture. Culture, culture should, be should be a, a tricky, tricky snack. snack. Mm-hmm. Tricky snack? Tricky snack. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a new one. That's, yeah. that's why satire is so like brilliant. It's oh. like mm-hmm. the Trojan horse. It's like, look <sighs> at this thing that everyone can enjoy. Yeah. But then we're going to slip in something like that is Stephen the broccoli or the yeah. cheese. Yeah. See, that actually, I think, was a cultural high point that year because Clueless was the same year that also Scream came out. Oh. And it was these funny... Kevin Williamson. Yeah. Genius. These funny genre heightened stuff that was like really good for so many other reasons besides like how like amazing they hit their genre and like how funny they were you know what yes. i mean like what a good time that was a good year what 94 95 94 95 i guess yeah yeah wow that's a fun time to revisit like and <laughs> clueless i think now you can watch it and it's on netflix and you can watch it and it it holds up every time and the jokes there are so many jokes we were living in like a pre-columbine world truly um, yeah. <laughs> Was, it, was this the right time in the podcast to bring up school shootings? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is like about the time where we talk about school shootings. <laughs> I will say, so maybe this is the generation gap, but that was sort of like a big turning point in my high school because oh. our high school was like demographically the exact same as the ones we saw on TV and in the ones and the where Columbine happened. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, like yeah. This like suburban, mostly white high school. And like you grew up? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Roswell. Yes. And uh, there it was... Uh, like we started to have to have mesh book bags and or clear book bags and certain <gasps> clothes like overalls and trench coats weren't allowed. Oh, it was very trench coats. We talked about that. this last week because Abra was on and we about why you couldn't wear hats. <laughs> and then one theory that was positive was because you could sneak a gun in a hat. Absolutely not. And then Abra goes, "Well, then what the fuck do you do with the backpacks that everyone's bringing in? Like, what about those?" I was like, "There's no way I'm hiding a gun under my hat." Oh my god! But um. Uh, I remember we. I was in third grade for Columbine, Columbine. and my teacher made us stand in a circle and hold hands and sing Jules' song, Hands. Oh. (laughs) That is the... That is a gay teacher. It might have been one of her worst songs, too. (laughs) I... It's so... Like pedophilic a little. Isn't it? I'm not familiar. My oh, hands are, it's I know every word. My oh. hands are small. I know. Oh, of course. They're not yours. They are my own. And the video was literally her walking through like a bomb site. Yes. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. 
That might have been the trigger. I think image. Foolish Games is great, and that was for one of the Batman soundtracks. She got banged for that. Oh, Foolish Games is one of my favorite songs of all time. There is a thing. Am that... I standing still? Okay, keep going. Oh, am I standing? Wait, still? is that is that the title? Or am I standing still? No, you standing no. still is one of her songs, but that's Matt's giving me I a look. I think it's one of her weaker efforts. I don't know, Jewel. I'll, I'll that to me it. is up there with follow your heart, your intuition. When she was like, mm, I'm gonna be hot. <laughs> I will I say appreciate. this is uh, I. I'll never forget when Jewel said that she was pressured into singing like a frog by her <gasps> record producers, and then when she finally was a star, she could say, "I don't want to do the frog voice." Do you do you remember this? No. I don't remember. So that. her first album, she does a lot of the. <laughs> oh my Who god! Who will save your soul? So she hated going into her head voice and doing that full round sound, mm-hmm. and she wanted to, "Who will see?" That's what she wanted to do. Oh. She was wrong because, as we all learned, Jules stopped making good music. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually interesting because you know, there's two versions of Foolish Games. There's the one that's on the first pieces of you album and it's it is it's more classical sounding in terms of the composition of the music uh-huh. and also she sings it differently Interesting. and then they rec- re-recorded i think after the success of um i want to say it was batman forever it, it was on one it of was the batman on batman sa- forever yeah or was it batman ba- and robin no it ba- was batman and that one from forever yeah um but what was her first big song you were meant for me so Great you were song. meant for me became like huge i think one of the best songs of the 90s and then wow. after that they kind of like we're like, okay, we have to look at your album again. Right. And they were like, let's make this more commercial. Which and one? she re-recorded Foolish Games, which was like a big adult contemporary hit. And she did sing it differently. Mm-hmm. And they cut a whole verse out of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing to me that you know this. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge... I, the, the, for me, it's like, I didn't listen to MTV. I, I, I didn't watch MTV because I wasn't allowed. So I was like, well, I guess I'll watch VH1. Mm-hmm. So I was like very familiar with like... Leanne Rhymes and uh-huh. Jewel and Shania Twain and Mariah uh-huh. Celine. Like I was into like what the like Divas Live young VH1. moms were into. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was that was my thing. Them. And when Divas Live happened, that was like That was that huge was like a shot. huge moment for me. Oh my god. Mariah singing with Aretha, Come Celine, on. Celine singing and with Shania. Like yeah. it was Shania crazy. did not belong. That there. was like Shania's like <laughs> introduction to the mainstream, I think. That was when everyone was like, Oh, oh Shania though. Then the next year Faith Hill, they brought her in. Yeah. And there it was I think they were trying to I think the next year they did Faith Hill and Leanne. They were trying to. Um, the year, the next year was the big one was Whitney Houston. So the, the, uh-huh. the year prior had been like it was like Aretha's night, and then it was Whitney Houston, and the young diva they had was Brandy. Woof. And not a Faith fan. Hill was on it. Not and, a fan of Brandy. Okay. Well, well, okay. So we'll get into that. I get it, but <laughs> did you know that Brandy is actually heralded by like many? R&B singers and like singers in general as having like one of the best voices of all time. Like I do not agree. Well, her riffs are like statistically on point. Ah! Um, Okay, but did you hear the advice that Whitney Houston gave to Brandy on the set of Cinderella? Cinderella? No, what was the advice again? I think I've heard this before. You need to support your notes. (gasps) And she's and Whitney has said it in interviews on camera. That but, that was it was like so you're performing with this you know amazing you know legend she doesn't support her notes you, did she give you any advice and it was like uh-huh. uh huh <laughs> what advice did she give it's like she said I, I need to like you know be louder and I need to support my notes ah uh, but maybe she's that was a corrective piece of advice and she's and now it to she's heart. belting it out and we all in Chicago <laughs> I, I think heard that, she was terrible in Chicago 
Well, not an actress. I think that <laughs> I think Cinderella? that Whitney wouldn't bother with advice unless she saw something for real. Oh, that is a sure. great point. That is a great point. I'm not going to spend this podcast taking down Brandy. I'm on Team Monica. <laughs> oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm Team Monica all the way. Because Brandy came into that situation of the boy is mine, a real victim. Hi, excuse yeah. me. Um, can, can I talk to you? I'm just, I'm sorry. Uh, and Monica's like, what, bitch? What do you have to say? But Brandy, uh, we maybe... both know what you're going to say. No, no, so no, no, say no, it, no, 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 honey. Brandy was coming into that situation being respectful. <laughs> and you and you cannot twist her to be a victim, honey. I'm team Brandy in this situation. Wow. She comes in there. Brandy comes in here, apologizes here, here, look, to herself look. with her shoulders hunched and says, can let's, I please talk to you this. for a minute? And Monica says, "Mm-hmm," let's, and she's getting right to it. <laughs> let's do let, let's do this because we, we we've done this before. Let's let's do it word for word, okay? Because I will show you how Brandy. I let's go. Let's do it. This is why this is Here my we favorite go. podcast. Here we Thank go. Thank you, Brian. Um, excuse me. Can I please talk to you for a minute? Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, you look kind of familiar. Yeah, you do too. Um, but um, I just want to know: Do you know somebody named you? You know his name. Oh, yeah, definitely. I know his name. Well, I just want to let you know that he's mine. <laughs> no, no. He is mine. So here we go. Let's do a little play-by-play. Uh-huh. Brandy, t- the inflection point in that exchange is Brandy saying, well, I just want to let you know I'm asserting to myself. Is that a victim? No. She's saying, I, I just want to let you know that he's mine. The <laughs> intro is passive, but then she goes She gets again. aggressive. Well, here's the deal. When you listen to it, tell me this isn't true. Before Brandy walked into that coffee shop and saw Monica sitting there, she was in her car doing laps around the place. Like, okay, when you go in there, you're going to say, um, excuse me, you're going to be polite, and no matter what you feel, and then you're going to just assert so yourself. Projection. You're going to assert yourself, Brandy. And Monica's sitting in there like, this coffee's wrong. <laughs> this is not what I ordered. Excuse me. Hello. This is conjecture. This and is that's not... what makes me Monica and Bo and Brandy. Okay, all right. And some of us are... Some of us just brandies. Okay. I have that now. I have that Monica song in my head. I should make a move, but I won't. I know you're probably thinking something is wrong. Knowing if I do that, it won't be right. I want to get down, but not the first night. Yes. I, I love that. Wow. I love that, I love that message. We should Save also it for say the second date. Monica's. Monica's. <laughs> Monica's. Second date. That's all. Second date. This is my favorite Monica song of all time. Angel of mine. No, Angel of mine. Oh, and no one shouts it out. <laughs> when you mean to me, you never know. Do it now. You help me grow. Show me love. You show me love. I mean, great, great song, great song, great vocals. Let me tell you something. Great vocals. Also, for you, I will. (laughs) I will cross the ocean for you. Every Come song on, in the nineties so had this snap. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. Wait. What? Rule number twenty-eight. We're of culture. Into some rules. Monica bitch. <laughs> twenty-eight is just Monica. She bitch. doesn't get the credit. No. No. And you know what? That sucks. Monica's the best. Yeah. But you know, she lives in Atlanta. She's still like a celebrity. Oh, there. she's an Atlanta girl. Yeah. Great. Uh, oh, I, I didn't know that. Atlanta I mean, takes care of uh Donald Glover talked about this. Mm, what did he say? He was saying that Atlanta's where it's at right now because they yeah. people stay, they move back there, mm. and they support their artists. That's funny. I recently had a friend move to Atlanta because he said the, he said the work was better there. There's, I, I mean, don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> there uh, there, there are a lot of opportunities growing up there. It's what, what is it being called? Yollywood. 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 Yollywood? That's what they call it. I and love that. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend Bowen Yang to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. 
The Walking and Dead. And here I thought my favorite play on Hollywood was Dollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Dollywood. You oh did? Oh my god, we yeah. have to talk about Spill. Dollywood. All right, so we went uh, in May. And oh, recent. Two things I didn't realize. There's not like dollies walking around. No, no. it's not about dolly. It's about the wood. I know. It's about supporting. The, it's about supporting the mountains. The I really, mountains. And there was a bunch of gay couples walking around that were stone sober, all looking like we'd pass, and they'd look. You get that eye contact, like we thought this was going to be something else. <laughs> there was definitely a, a bit of a trick. That said, oh, so th- that's one. It's not as much dolly as I wanted. Sure. They have like one dress store that oh, you can like God. buy things, and that's it. There's no fierce wigs. No, yeah. no, it. <laughs> So or nail pressings. The or? other thing that is crazy about Dollywood is that there was a low, another amusement park like a town over uh-huh. that had like a fire or went bankrupt <gasps> or something. So, oh my god! So Dollywood bought all of their employees or what? <laughs> <laughs> Dolly's like all Bam! of their roller coasters. So Dollywood uh-huh. like twenty years ago had like five rides. Yeah, and it was mostly like the kitsch and like oh, there's a folk band and eat some you know yeah. uh, pork rinds and that's like part of it. They bought all these insane roller coasters and then filled in every possible inch of Dollywood with roller coasters. And it feels incredibly dangerous. Oh, <laughs> really? And I recommend that. Uh, did you that ride? That was the best part. Like, it was, I've never felt like I was going to die more. Oh, my God. Than no on, like, a way. rickety, like, hill country no, roller no. coaster. There's one called, like, <laughs> the Screaming Eagle that, that, like, gave me whiplash and I, was just like I don't know who I would tell. What the fuck? I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the middle of Tennessee. There's no alcohol here. I mean, it was sure. it was wild. There's wow. no alcohol there. It's a dry amusement park. Come through. I mean, that doesn't seem. I hate inline. that. Did but, you ride? They have like a nationally recognized wooden roller coaster there called Thunderhead. Did you ride Thunderhead? Yes. Yeah, that's Wrote like them all. that's like her crown jewel of that park. Yeah, they they have a lot of rides in a very small space, and so you could do the whole park if you wanted to in like two hours. Mm. Where is this? Tennessee. Yeah, it's in. Is it outside of Nashville? Uh, no, it's in. It's closer to Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge. That's where it is. Yeah, um, and they, the fires recently it were in Gatlinburg uh, or Gatlinville. Oh, so so wait, this is the, the fires were recent, and like the acquisition of all these crazy rides. No, was no, recent. no. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm can I'm confusing the recent fires with the reason the. Amusement, oh, other I see, amusement I park, see. but yeah, Dolly uh, donated like a thousand dollars to every family that's right, affected that's right. by the fire. And she's Dolly is she's the best. Dolly's she's the best. Truly amazing, and also she actually, I'm adding her to uh, my bucket list there to see live. I was scrolling around on Spotify and I listened to she. They have a concert of hers that she did in London, mm. and it's such a gag because <laughs> like the last, I wouldn't s- think she'd be popular there. Oh, oh right! Yeah. I don't know. I think she's internationally popular. Wow! And also, there's the, a lot of the British pure... love country. Yeah, this and I also no idea. Canadians yeah. love country too. You know who's yes. huge in Canada still are the Dixie Chicks. Wow! Yeah. So they still go on huge North American tours, but they just do most of it in North America. N- in... Like, <laughs> <laughs> and well, Dixie Chicks do European tours too. Still, I think last year when they were when they were touring last summer. Well, that's where the controversy happened. Was England right? I, yeah, was oh, when she said that, when she said that thing about George W. Bush because yeah. it was. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So then she came back to the states, and everyone was like, all fired up and insane. But I think they still do really well. I mean, they just did a huge concert at Madison Square Garden that was I was last, supposed to go to. Yeah, last year it was right after Orlando. Well, you were going to say something about Dolly. Dolly's oh, London concert. She her 
she has a concert on Spotify. It's like live from London or something. And what's such a gag is the last seven songs are like huge hits that you can't deny. Like mm-hmm. nine to five. When you hear the beginning mm-hmm. chords of yep, nine to yep, five, yep. you're like, fuck yes. Yep. And But also her introductions and outros of all the songs. Oh my God. <laughs> I love singing. And I've always wanted to sing. So it's so great to be here sing with all of you. And here's my next song. And it's just like. It's insane. So the great Dolly story, real quick. So she came to New York to uh, to meet with the Broadway producers for the ninety five. Yeah, and they like had dinner. She's like, "I love New York City, Times Square, whatever." Right? Uh-huh. And like, great. So like, obviously, nine to five will be in the show, but we want to have all original music. And she was like, "Sounds good." And yeah, I'll go back to my hotel. The next morning, she showed up with like thirty songs. Yeah. Oh my she's god. A, they were like, she's a freak. What? She's like, I-, I just went back to my hotel and got to. Got to writing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And also, there's one song. I hope my friend Amanda Schachtman is listening to this because we always gag over this song, which is Get Out and Stay Out. Yeah. Which is like the 11 o'clock number in that in that uh, musical where Stephanie J. Block is just like, I'm not going to be abused anymore. And she kind of, she's like the Jane Fonda character. Mm. And it's such a fierce, like, singer's number. Literally, the end of it is just this woman, like, belting her tits off, like, get out and stay out. It's just so good. I recommend everyone go home and listen to it. Belting her tits off. And also, like, like, full tits. They, one of her tits fell off at the end of the number. The tits fell off. And then everyone just. It was an ovation. Ovation, honey. But I never saw it nine to five, and I I'm mad because I would gag for Alice. I'm, and a, re- I'm a recent Dolly convert, truly, and like, and then I watched like a mm-hmm. bunch of her interviews like last year, and like bar- her and Barbara Walters like in the '80s, mm-hmm. and Barbara's asking her these truly inane questions, like, "Well, what's with all the makeup and the wigs and so stuff?" Stupid. And like, and then Dolly's just like very like measuredly and like gracefully answering everything and she's i i, I just dolly's that's real dolly's still act. making jokes about her chest yes she was at an award show like a week ago takes a lot know. of money to look this cheap <laughs> a line now co-opted by drag queen alaska thunderfuck yeah but i mean as, as a tribute but right of course dolly is dolly i just got mad for a second <laughs> i was like oh, no alaska no no i yeah. like alaska we i watch alaska. I watch her YouTube channel with her brother. Yes. Um, who seems it? gayer than Alaska, right. which is very funny. Right, right, right. Is called, he gay? He's supposedly They straight. call him Bro-Laska. Bro-Laska. Yeah. Oh, okay, And so it's a okay, lot okay. of, like, he said, she said about, like, gay, how, what they gay grew life, up, yeah. how they grew up. And sex, or, and or, sex yeah, practices yeah. and stuff. It's cute. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yes, God. World, yes. Of, World of Wonder. They're That's the making, RuPaul. Did you hear about the, the two new green lights? No. So there's going to be two new shows coming out on YouTube. There's going to be House of Edwards, which is Alyssa Edwards' show, also featuring yes, <laughs> also featuring Laganja Astranja, and it's going to be about Laganja's having a, a yeah, comeback. She's, back. she's she's all set. Mm-hmm. She's all stars three, I think. Yes, front runner. I love it. Oh yeah. Um. So she's a great story. She yeah. is, and I think I think things are gonna turn out really really well for her um but uh it's gonna be house of edwards with laganja and Alyssa, and it's about them running their dance studio so it's essentially dance I moms but with Alyssa edwards Both that's amazing and it's gonna be apparently like all about all like the kooky parents and like their employees so and the children yeah i love that. well I love she that. teaches like she teaches like k through 18 and they all worship her yeah and you don't on drag race you there's a few like classic drag queen skills you don't really get to see yeah exactly like on the show obviously lip syncing you get to see if you're being kicked off right mm-hmm. but there's really like a lip sync challenge you know right right like a lot of the 
I don't know. A lot of the challenges aren't what these performers do every week. Like working yeah, a crowd. Totally. Like I working mean, a room is not something they ever get challenged on doing. No. You know what I mean? Every Things- now and then they'll do like a stand up challenge and there'll yes. be really some element of it. But you know what's crazy is like, for example, uh, Violet Chashki, her number one thing is her like aerial, aerial silks. Yeah. Yeah. And she never did it on the show. So the, yeah. the folks at home are like, why did she win? Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, we didn't see. It's like people kept saying corsets, corsets. And it's like, well, no. that's not what she does right. Yeah. Right. when she performs. She's a performer. She's incredible. David, then, I mean, David. I met her. In, oh, uh, you, you met Violet? At a, yeah, at a gay bar in Atlanta. How was oh, because she's from Atlanta. Um, It, it was sort of sad. Because oh. there was like she wasn't in drag, mm-hmm. he, he right. was like, but he wanted like people to still like take pictures with him and stuff. Uh, so I he's know. really clamoring mm, for tough. that attention. It is, yeah, yeah it is weird. Um, uh, what was I going to say? No, David, previous guest of the show said really, and I think this is a great point, but it's also maybe not feasible. Where like the fi- one of the final challenges should be the queens just to craft their own live show. Yeah, but if it means like lip syncing to their own numbers, and they would have to like just go through all like the rights and the royal that's the thing is it's like even bob the drag queen like you see bob the drag queen live in new york which we did all the time before he Mm -hmm. was on the show Mm -hmm. like you truly even after watching the season and knowing how amazing bob is and bob obviously won rightfully and earned tons of new fans you still don't know how fucking good bob you still want to tell people still don't bob does this and this and this and this i have a question for you matt because i know you're an idol american idol savant huge part of my life um so bob the drag queen was the fan who be who became the winner right had seen all the sure uh, that's sort of this Sub narrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is that for American Idol? Who came wow. in and knew exactly which kinds of songs to flip? You know, it's it's so interesting with American Idol because it has so much less to do with your creativity and so much more to do with like how lucky you get on the show if in they choose image. you as a favorite or not. Like, could it be like a David Cook? Well, yeah. But the thing is, I doubt that David Cook actually watched a lot of it. I think David Cook just oh. just like was given the opportunity to take a lot of artistic license. David yeah. Cook, fa- like, famously at the time, uh, they did a Mariah Carey week. I, and this, he... This is what I was thinking He of. arranged Always Be My Baby, and it was like... As like an emo, dark song, yeah. right? And yeah. also, did, nobody covers Always Be My Baby, because how could you do it? Right. I mean, like, it's one of those songs, and this is like with a lot of Mariah Especially songs. Especially without backup singers. Like, so much of it's about the backup. And they say this on, they used to say this on the show, and I think, I think still for a lot of, uh, talent shows, they say, you know, don't do Mariah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's too hard to. People are expecting to hear certain notes, and if you can't hit those notes. Yeah. So then was this successful? It was hugely successful, was and she was even there coaching them. This is before mm-hmm. she did her stint as a judge right, on the show, right. and you could tell she legitimately was like really into it. Cool. She was like, wow, this is really cool. Nice. She might and have even said, we should put that out. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. And they did, and it was a hit. Like when yeah. they used to release them on iTunes mm-hmm. and stuff, which I was, I love. Chrissy Lee Cook did uh, Forever as a country song. It and was Mariah good. And said, literally, I like that better than my version. That's Well, because Forever like is a country it's song. It's like, And it's a country song from like the 60s, you know? It's like Elvis, you know... Um, Forever is great. And this is oh man, Mariah. And I just want to. I just want to say this about Mariah. She used to be so fucking amazing. I just want to so say sad. this about Mariah. I mean, the fact that she was able to like concede that like these interpretations were like really novel and really great. Um, without like, I mean, like that's how you know she's like that. Mm-hmm. That's how you know she she cares about the work first and foremost, and it's not about like. 
Well, at the, the time, because even then, even that Mariah, which was like 2008 or nine, Seven, Mariah yeah. is like a different Mariah than I what guess. we have now. Like she's it, now she's a reality star. She's got wacko. yeah, two kids, two right. two husbands. Yeah, <laughs> she's got two props. Two props. She's <laughs> calls her kids. Famously on on the first episode of Mariah's World, she was on one yacht while her husband was on another yacht. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's always so annoying when you can't decide. Which yachts beyond, and then you have to just agree to disagree and go on different yachts. And the yachts drive past each other, and you're like, "You come to my yacht? No, no, you come to <laughs> literally my yacht. that happened. Oh my god, I can't and believe it. Wait, but Mariah, this is interesting. Like, I was listening to, I guess, what's the tea or something, or some interview with RuPaul, mm. and she was talking about how talking Mariah. Oh, Mariah no, 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 was no. on What's the Tea? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Like, this is like at some point I heard RuPaul say this on during some interview, maybe uh-huh. on her podcast, What's the Tea? Um, and saying how, you know, they always want to do Mariah songs as lip syncs for your life, or they always mm. want to include Mariah in some way because but the label doesn't, but, but you know, it's just they will never clear her songs because <gasps> maybe. Because she has at least 50% songwriting credit on every song, yeah. it requires her approval. Yeah. Which means right. emailing Mariah Carey. No way. <laughs> Can you, you think she's good with email? Uh. <laughs> you think she gets back to you? I think... I, I would, would, what a delicious irony it would be if Mariah was like great at email and responded right away. Yeah. <laughs> she's like representing herself. Yeah. She's like, hey, yeah, totally. Let's like... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Putting this in my Google Cal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've I've seen her in concert a few times. Mm. It's it's a bummer because there's so much time spent off stage, and then you think sure. like she's gonna come out with like a full mermaid costume with wings, and it's like the same thing, no, but with different <laughs> shoes. <laughs> like famously, like what is she doing back there? And they have this DJ that's like, yeah, hey guys, you remember this Jackson Five song? And then he'll play like non Mariah music just to keep the crowd going. And it's very oh. much the R&B crowd that still comes out. Yeah. My first concert, Mariah. Her first on words, the... stepping onto the stage, do you like the ensemble? <laughs> this is, this a is sailor. The, the Bianca versus Mariah. She was dressed. Oh, she was dressed the as a sailor. sailor. <laughs> and then the thread of the concert was Bianca versus Mariah. The first words, do you like the ensemble? Yeah. Wow. And Bianca, I will say, for those who don't know, it's from the Heartbreaker video. Yes. Bianca is the brunette version of Mariah yes. that is evil, and they have a uh, fist fight in the mm-hmm. bathroom at the movie theater over Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yes. For yes. those who don't know. And I mean, this concert was truly bizarre. We talked about it before on the <laughs> show. Okay, okay, we but, can move on. But the yeah. thing is, um, wait, Mariah, though, she... There's, there's, I, I just get, I get upset when I talk about Me her. Me too. Because, like, we because, have like, this, yes. Because truly, like, my life was changed by the Butterfly album. And then also, uh, the, like, the lyrics in the Butterfly album. You listen to the lyrics on, like, Even what she's getting at. simple songs like Fourth of July. Like. Yeah. Well, my favorite, I think of all, one of my favorites of all time is The Roof. And I yeah. also love Breakdown. Like, those are two, like, kind of deep cuts on that album. And then also she's got this ballad on that album called Whenever You Call, which is so good. And Brian and, McKnight does a duet version yeah. that's mm. even better, I would say. I kind of prefer it with just her. Mm-hmm. And also, if Adele recorded Whenever You Call Today, people would be gagging. But Mariah did that shit literally, mm-hmm. literally 20 years ago. And no one cares. It's 20 years ago. I know. Isn't that insane? And yeah. also, that's why when people are like, truly gagged over 25 like all i ask i'm like you guys mariah was doing better work than this in 1997 like yeah she had these kind of soaring pop ballads with r&b influences and this better voice than adele 
But her has. brand wasn't the authentic, like, black and white walking along the river with a trench coat. I mean, yeah, I mean, Adele, that was Adele. Th- that was the someone like you moment. The video was totally. as, as important as that song. Are the Grammys agree. tonight? Tonight. Holy shit, that's insane. Well, okay, so you you guys are going to listen to this today right. when you're listening so to you'll it. Know but the that Grammys Adele will have been last night. Beyonce. If that oh, happens, I'm going to be so no. pissed. I'm going to be Come really upset. It might happens. happen. And you know it's going to be such a thing. Like, like that. I mean, here's the rightfully thing. Rightfully so. It would the recording be a thing. industry, they vote, right? Right. And they are invested in artists that make don't, money. That make money. And also, they want more artists that don't require a ton of production and a ton right. of. And so, like. Beyonce like like spends so much money on her albums. I mean, every song has a video. Right. Like she doesn't give interviews. I think the machine of it wants an artist like Beck, wants an artist like yeah, Adele, yeah. wants an artist like, like Prince who, who pay, plays yeah. all his own instruments. Like they want someone who's it's about the music and about the recording. I yeah. believe that. I don't it think is Beyonce about is the not, music. But that's the thing is like I just feel like at this point like. You gotta like, and it's so weird to say this about like the contemporary artist who's literally won the most Grammys of anyone, which is Beyonce. But like, she should win Album of the Year for Lemonade. For lemonade you have to especially. have some respect. Like, like have mm. some respect. <laughs> like, mm. Lemonade was it, and twenty five is twenty one point oh. If Bieber's purpose, purpose wins, honestly, oh, God my bless. Life is a moment. Fascism will have truly won. Everyone's yeah. honestly, watching. yeah. At the, in Trump's America, you have to expect Bieber's going to win Album of the Year at the Grammys. <laughs> the rules are out the door. Because it's interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I like, blame Bieber for Trump. Oh sure. I think this year this Explain. is my this is my book. Uh-huh. Ready? I'm pitching my book. Here idea. we go. This past year we didn't have a Bieber to hate. We didn't have a Miley Cyrus to shock people for months. There were here's some pop culture stories that happened in 2016, and you tell me if they made a splash. Okay. Kim Kardashian was hogtied in her Paris hotel room wow. and robbed. Yeah. 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 How much did you hear about it? Yeah, while it happened, you while know, it happened a lot, but then it died down after two days. But two days. Yeah. The, the biggest. Like social media reality star was hogtied in her mm-hmm, hotel room mm-hmm. and robbed in mm-hmm, Paris mm-hmm. at gunpoint. Both Justin Bieber and Orlando Bloom released dick pics. Yeah, you know, yeah. To like compete with each other because they have a feud over Orlando Bloom's baby mama. <laughs> that happened this yeah. year. Do you do you remember talking about this? I mean, keep keep listing, but I I I'm gonna Ryan Lochte. This was yeah actually yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. bigger ones, but still two weeks. Right. Ryan Lochte like vandalized and peed all over a mm-hmm. Brazilian gas station and with lied. His, lied about it, and then lied about it, and then went on Dancing with the Stars and was almost punched by an audience member. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my, God. <laughs> two weeks, and it went away. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's like we needed a Charlie Sheen this year. We needed a. Well, that you know was... what, but you know what took up way too much time in, in respect to all that was when fucking Kim Kardashian released the clip of Taylor Swift and Kanye West's phone call. Uh-huh. It's like that was a great story. That was, I mean, it was. It's a it was so story. satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, that was a that was probably maybe one of the bigger ones. That and and Beyonce and Jay Z did he cheat? You know what I mean? Like that was like a big one too. But it felt immediately like. Once her song came out addressing it, it was like, huh, maybe this was all part of the the marketing ploy. The marketing ploy. What I'm saying, there wasn't something that felt truly like a train wreck, except for the obvious story that we saw in the headline, yeah, you know, every day. Uh, yeah. But I'm saying we needed like Bieber like got a good album and stopped driving drunk, you know, and, right, right. Like a lot but of it's... the artists that we are used to having those crazy moments, like just. 
like took but it's the like, year off. But it's like nothing can really break through the noise anymore. That's why it all dies down. Like even, and I'll say this, like even with like the whole Trump like piss play dossier, yeah, that died down after three. Uh-huh. You know, like it's the because pa- insanity the is the new normal, and the pacing is like no one can keep up. Yeah, no one can keep up. Like I don't know what the shelf life is anymore for any sort of like big crazy story. Like we'll talk about it for sure, and they'll they'll be. A spike in 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 the in the discourse or whatever, but like you can't, nothing lives on anymore, and that's that's kind of tragic. Like we can't really like let things simmer, yeah, and talk about insanity them. is the new normal, and what's going to be the response to that? Like in 2017, like what are things going to be like? I don't know. Like that's 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 what's crazy is it's like, are we going to go back to a time when like things were simpler? Like is like is mm-hmm. 25 by Adele like a kind of this is going to be what things are like now. Like we're going to go back to a simpler time. Where we just like kind of like have basic shit because you can't expect to grab headlines anymore with your like insane behavior. Well, I mean, there's a, you know, the theory of the tipping point, And like, if you look at the tabloid culture in the UK, they've always been like a decade or two ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Like what they're willing to do. Like their biggest magazine has topless women on page six, you know, yeah. they, right, and those, right, right. those women become famous for a week and everyone's like, she's from Brighton. She's one of us. Look at those teats, you know? <laughs> And like they've been doing that for years and they've had obviously the super obsessed celebrity culture. And then Princess Diana happened. Yeah. And then people started to pull back and then they still entertained it with like the reality show characters and all of those TLC, like my 800 pound wife who does ballet shows. Those have like British predecessors. They're all from Britain. Like they're just, we're stealing from American Idol too. Pop Idol and X Factor. Huge. So I think there's, there will be a tipping point. I just have no idea what it is. I never realized that. And (laughs) I think thank you. Thank you, Brian, for bringing that true, actual, like profound piece of cultural knowledge. That was insane right there. (laughs) I mean, no, that really (laughs) fucked me right there. Okay. I mean, Matt's making a face, but like really just got fucked by knowledge. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, if you, and if you look through history too, like there's a liberal time and then there's a conservative time and then there's a liberal and in mm. culture, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like it's true. The sixties and seventies were a thing. And then there was like the eighties and nineties where it kind of pulled back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, right now you could argue that in the aughts and what we have now, we've been in a super kind of like very boundary pushing time. Sure. And you have to wonder, are we about to, see that return to something else yeah hmm. which is you know okay. something interesting so um uh okay this this is a very unfair like scary question but let's say someone raids your house says you only get to keep three pieces of culture <gasps> books movies tv oh my god what do you keep what do you keep well you this keep? is interesting because am i keeping them for sentimental value or am i keeping them because i'm going to use them Oh, um, and also, am I keeping them for the apocalypse? Like, am I Fahrenheit 451-ing these? Oh. Or is it just from my house? It's just what do you want for... people to think of you when they find this shit? <laughs> I know. <laughs> that you were super smart? Or do you want to be truthful? I think you want to be truthful. We we want to be truthful. Let's be truthful. This is a very okay. hard question. I wish I had prepared Okay, so it. I will, I, I will answer first, first then, out because, of fairness. Yeah, um, I want to keep The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay. I want to keep. Does that count as a book, movie, or TV? A video game. Okay. So I mean, we'll include video games. <laughs> Multimedia. Multimedia. <laughs> um, I want to. I want to keep Lady Gaga born this way. No, I want to keep Fleetwood Mac rumors. No, I want to keep up. Uh, 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 Beach hard. Boys. Beach Boys. Pet Sounds. The thing is, while you've been making the decision, you unfortunately did burn. No, stop, burn stop, 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 stop. Okay, okay. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Uh, uh, Beach Boys. Pet Sounds and. Ugh. 
Yes. Not oh, to not to be what a straight thing to say. No, it's not. No, come on. I had a moment in college. It's pretty I, silly. It's an it's a great what? No, I mean <laughs> I, I'm saying it's silly in a good way. It's a silly fun. It's in, even it's a pretty gay um album. And uh I will say, um oh God. Uh I can't uh, even do this. Oh, I can't it's do this. Hard. This is so hard. And then and, and a book. I want to I keep a book just to balance it out. Um you know what? Let's do uh, uh, Harry Potter, The Deathly Hallows. Oh, the Goblet of Fire. I was going to say Harry Potter too, but actually it's what's most important to me is that people have a misconception of me that I was much smarter than I am. <laughs> so here's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would take Henry's picture that's hanging up in our apartment of Leonard Bernstein. Oh, I would oh, take <laughs> In Cold Blood by Truman Capote, <laughs> and I, which I have, and it's one of my favorite books, for real knowledge. And then I would... Um, um, this is just about image. Oh, this That's not the question. <laughs> no, okay. I, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, this is a weird one. It, it, what's been most important to me that I feel will represent me? Yeah. I would probably grab Butterfly Album by Mariah Carey. Yes. You must. Mm. Probably like Gobble to Fire by Harry by Harry Potter. Thank you. J.K. Rowling's by Harry, Harry Potter. Potter and the Goblet of Fire because I do believe it's the best book. Yes. Shout out to Elise Morales who we did an entire episode of about Lost Culturistas about Harry Potter, and I probably would bring, would would. Oh man, it's not useful, but I still keep my um, uh, like old tickets to Universal Studios, oh, like my room keys. Yeah, <laughs> just like take them with me. That's because I always have this irrational thing. Like if I ever do show up in Orlando, that I, that I, and I don't have tickets, I can just somehow whip out my old things, my old like park tickets you know like, yeah sure go in even though i know it'll never know happen no you're holding on to them for sentimental value which is which i which is i nice. am a hoarder though henry um, will tell you i'm a full hoarder there you go those are matt's three this is this is a tough question it's a weird question yeah i know because we have no i don't mean weird like it's weird that you said it it's like a weird one because it's hard to navigate it's yourself. also like hard media <laughs> is yes are already irrelevant like you have all of the media, like if this person's robbing you, are they also robbing you of your ability to watch any movie you want or stream any song you want? Like, is it just the thing that you want a hard copy of? It's it's also so weird now because you don't need hard copies of anything because everything's so accessible. So like, yeah, that's what you're saying. I, think. I mean, unless there's like a backlash and, you know. It, unless it is a Fahrenheit 451 thing, streaming service the servers are destroyed. Fuck. No, no streaming. All right. The book I will keep is the 2016 fall restoration hardware catalog. <laughs> it's 700 pages. <gasps> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And if all goes to shit, I'll still have those chandeliers yes. to look at. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, resto. <laughs> beautiful. Resto um, hardware. In honor of the Grammys tonight, which will have already happened by the time you hear this, I'm going to say an, an album of the year, uh, Beck's Morning Phase. Oh, of 2014. Scientologist Beck. Uh, he was a child of Scientology. Don't matter to me, baby. So was Leah Remini, <laughs> and she's still iconic. She's still leading the charge. She's still um, saving lives. But it's the kind of album I could listen to every day. Oh, that's great. It's beautiful. He plays every instrument on it. It's. I, I feel like it's, yeah. it's an everyday album. And that, if this is what I'm holding on to naked with no furniture in my house after being robbed. I might want that. <laughs> yeah. And then, ooh, like the piece of like film or this is hard. Film or TV. Uh, Heathers. Heathers. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah. Great. Heathers on DVD. Yeah. Heathers on DVD. 
Now I'm fixated on the fact that the Grammys are tonight. And you guys, we just went to go see Marin Morris. <gasps> Nominee for Best New Artist. Mm-hmm. Do you know Marin Morris? Church, yeah. My church, My church, yes. And also 80s Mercedes. One of the best pop songs of 2016. 80s Mercedes. Yes. I love of. it. And also the Miranda Lambert um, like triple album that she put out this year was very good. Very good. I've been listening to that a lot. Ah. There's but- a song called... In my pink sunglasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that song. I've heard of that song, yeah. Miranda, I want to love more than I do. This album turned me. Wow. Yeah. This was the Bill Compton to my Sookie Stackhouse. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's a little Matt Rogers cut. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so gagged. Is there, I was is so there no Venn diagram with us, Matt? <laughs> I think we might be the circle. same. Like, just one big circle. big circle. I got my wisdom teeth out. And was on heavy drugs. And then congratulations very on the wisdom into, teeth. <laughs> Thank you. My life has never been better. No more canker sores. <laughs> Recommend everyone gets them pulled. Seriously. I always um, thought it was cankasore because my mom is from cankasore. New York. <laughs> yeah, cankasores. Um, no, the, oh, man. If you if you want to fucking fuck yourself, then <laughs> I do. Get, get on you. heavy drugs. Get on heavy drugs. Go watch ahead. Not going to judge. Vicodin. Just get on HBO now or HBO Go and watch True Blood. Mm. Oh my god, I was I love Anna Paquin. First two seasons. I only watched the first two seasons. I don't recommend the show to people because it doesn't get better as it goes. Yeah. But we were Mark and I are needed an escape show mm-hmm. and we were, we were asking around and everyone's like you gotta watch the wire like we don't want something serious no, so we actually picked up <laughs> this is this is this it's is too dark it's too it's too it's, it's real too yeah, it's, i know it's, it's, and it's like, too real he literally has like a master's in public health like he's like studied like you know statistics of poverty like this show is not going to be an escape from no. that like but we picked up penny dreadful Oh, oh I, I heard, heard it's good. It is, it is for sure mixed, but it is an escapist show good. with supernatural characters in Victorian England. It is True Blood meets Downton Abbey. Josh oh, Hartnett's fine. in it. Ooh. There's nudity. I heard you see his butt. You see his butt. <laughs> yeah. And by I heard, I mean like I have a screen cap website that I go to every now and then called superherofan.net. <laughs> oh my God. Where they screen cap the nudity of the week. Sure. Although the guy that runs it has been slacking and there hasn't been any updates. There was one called, uh, one of these like Tumblr type blogs called Square Hippies. Yeah, I remember it. And it was like it, the guy just like curated cute guys from television the moment they take their shirt off right, but yeah. not much more that's exactly <laughs> what this is and the last and it's like weird that i like we have literally all the porn in the world mm-hmm. and that, yeah, right. web, that website is more appealing because oh, sure. uh, like it or not there is something about seeing a celebrity and a real person yeah well the la- <laughs> i have to say fi quality this guy that runs this website superherofan.net um he um plug i don't know who the fuck he what is a he's like he's like he's like some like lonely gay like that made this website i just want to say what a misleading domain name <laughs> i think it probably started out like pictures of brandon ralph oh, but right. then it became oh more. my god brandon do, do does anyone remember brandon ralph brand uh, aaron that's jackson made a this hot joke. motherfucker too aaron jackson made this joke about um that that woman on survivor but brandon ralph just remembered who brandon ralph was keep going yeah oh god they um, tried so hard to make I him know. happen. Yeah, it couldn't happen. Brian, um, but yeah. the last update this guy did on the website was <laughs> a picture of Chad Michael Murray, like shirtless around. What? And then you see Chad Michael Murray's butt, which is like such a thing you wish for when you're like 14 years old. And now that you see it, you're like, okay. Cinderella story. What a... What, he like... He had like sexual power over every teenager in the world. Absolutely. He had full dominion. And now it's like there's no capital there anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that a little bit. Jesse McCartney didn't have that moment. (sighs) He tried real hard. But he went sexy so fast. And I guess we're okay with like, you know, Selena and Ariana doing it. But with men, it's different. But men, it's sort of like shocking because he still looked like a kid. He was like, I'm wearing a suit. And it's like, whose cousin's wedding are you going to? Well, what didn't work for Jesse McCartney did work for Justin Bieber. Sure. I mean, Jesse, oh, Jesse was Talk about being sexualized. Jesse was a little precursor. It was like a little experiment to be like, all right, we're going to test it out here. It's funny though, because I think Justin Bieber is like the perfect fuck boy. Yeah. Yeah. So the aesthetic though is like, he's not... I mean, he wore a, he can wear a suit, but that's not his look. He's right. still like active wear. It's like I'm bleaching my hair. I've got tattoos. Yeah, it's like I don't know. In terms, he's of, not trying to look adult. In terms no. of sex symbols, though, we're truly settling for Justin Bieber. Like <laughs> it's are. not. Come on, it is <laughs> not, not that it. good. And those pictures are full on retouched. You know who's actually doing a better? Wait, which ones? The, the, like the dick the, pic. The, the dick pic. No, not the dick pic. I'm talking about well. His shirtless, his shirtless photos? His, like, um, what's it? Mark Wahlberg. Calvin Klein ads. Oh, like, yeah, Those yeah, sure. are ridiculous. And yeah, good angles. Yeah, I mean, lots of rude touching, but you know who's kind of re- assumed that position now is Nick Jonas. Right. I th- who works for me, man. But Joe Jonas is trying to, like, get in there, too, and that's not working. Joe has an eight-pack, and no one cares. Joe's an eight-pack, but the whole, his whole frame is, like, not right. He no. has an eight-pack <laughs> because it's drawn on, people. No, the new... He looks like fucking Aladdin. He is as much of a cartoon <laughs> as Aladdin in those pictures. Which, which you make sound like a bad thing, which is not a bad thing. He, he should Joe look like a Jonas human being, is not the a reason cartoon. why we shouldn't listen to network notes. Because he was the yeah. one they put their money on. They were like, yeah. well, he's the star. Nick will like, you know, have the floppy hair. And, and then there's Kevin. Right. And, um, but mm-hmm. then Nick, when Nick came up, but like it was like, oh, it turned out Nick had like the, the real talent. He, the, he actually liked, um, <laughs> how long we've we been talking. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, turned out like Nick had the, you know, the, the charm, the X factor, the, the X factor, the hook that got people interested. Um, and I think, I mean, yeah, well, someone, someone's a star. You can tell. I, th- I think that it was pretty obvious. You know, who's a star who's making a comeback. And I, I can't even get through that sentence without laughing. But, um, one Aaron Carter came out with a new EP this weekend. Trump mm. supporter Aaron Trump Carter. Supporter. He rescinded Aaron Carter. the support. I don't care. No, you know what? He's, he's, Fool's he gold is not a bad single from this past <laughs> year. Fool's gold. I didn't even I know how to, I haven't that. even. Yeah. Attempted to listen to Aaron Carter. I thought you were going to say Mandy Moore. Oh well, Mandy Moore. I'll always stand for. But Mandy this Moore. is us. Is her, she's doing great. That's what that. I'm saying. Like, she, but like now, are people taking her full on seriously how as mad, an actress? How mad do you think? Like, uh, is it Zachary Levi? Zachary Levi, who was entangled with her, tangled, and and then the next year, Frozen became like a billion dollar. Oh shit! Sure. I don't think the movies are that different. But the mommy blogs pushed Frozen so hard because it was not a romance story. It was about sisters. And it was about sisters. And it was a news story. It wasn't just Rapunzel. That's true. And a lot of people didn't know the Snow Queen. Maybe people in Denmark (laughs) knew that story. You're right. It was a news story. But to me, as like someone who doesn't have kids, like they don't seem that different. I think the music is is better in Frozen. Yeah, it interesting. Is. Like obviously the that song is so catchy sure. for little girls. Like all my nieces can sing every single word and mm-hmm. they don't know how to like wipe their butts. <laughs> but I will say if I were Mandy or Zachary, I would be hating myself. I mean, if it's any consolation to Mandy or Zachary what I think. <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> Mandy and Zachary, Tangled is narratively a tighter film, I think. Wow. And I, Matt and I can disagree on you this. You know, we'll agree to disagree. I I just feel like 
I don't know. We've talked about this several times, but Frozen to me, <laughs> Frozen I, like people that listen are going to be like, "Oh my god!" Again, they're going to talk about Frozen, but like Frozen to me is there's something about it, like the way there's something about Nick Jonas. Frozen is a star. Frozen, Frozen is, is the star. Nick Jonas of the Disney canon. Absolutely. Fro- Fro- All right. What Just are you since doing? We, we talked about Bieber, and I wanted to find this picture. Oh, okay. that's him with his penis. That's him. With his, so Brian's fully showing us a picture of Bieber <laughs> in the water with his little dong out. So he released this the week after Orlando Bloom's weird See? Katy Perry wakeboard. Yeah, I mean that's picture. definitely his dick. That's definitely him. But Did he release this? And then the week later, he let that happen. I mean, this is a posed photo. Absolutely, he's in like a lagoon with the sun. But it's, like, it's a healthy cock, you know what I mean? Like I'm it's look- not, it's not, not, it's not a bad dick. I'm looking at this and I'm like, we there are better ones out there, better dicks, but no, just better like stars with who can just like, like or when Orlando, the whole Orlando thing came out, I was like, great. Because we all I just, are Orlando. I want to say I feel comfortable talking about this because it is so obviously staged. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It wasn't stolen off of his phone. No, no yeah. Really. I mean, yeah. But yeah, the Orlando Bloom thing, it's like when he's literally dick out. Like his dick was literally he's on leading, Katy Perry's back. It was so weird. It was dick. so bizarre. They're both so fucking weird. And also this oh, yeah. new Katy Perry song. Oh, right. We didn't talk about Katy Perry. Trash. Look, you guys. It's and trash. she's going to perform it. At the Grammys, right? Oh, God. I mean, she'll be there. The first few notes, I was like, ooh, is this like a fun 80s song? There was like a like a piano synth thing going on. And she drops the fucking ball. The first I heard it, I really didn't like it. And then yesterday, I did find myself listening to it more. It came on in an Uber. <laughs> it came on in an Uber pool on my way home. And I was like, And ooh. I hate myself. Abra last night said she loves it. She loves it. That's, oh, well, okay, we'll take that into account. But I, I was in an Uber on the way home uh, two nights ago. And it came on. I was like... Oh, this song's catchy. And then I realized it was Katy Perry chained to the rhythm. What a stupid I hate, title. And also chained it to the radiator. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm, when you listen to the lyrics a little bit, is it hinting that it's a little bit political? Yes. So it comfortable is. we're living in a bubble, bubble. Yep. Like, yep. There why would you like, talk about the bubble? And also, no. I mean, oh, I mean, I've, I've quoted this on the pod in the past when she performed at Hillary's benefit concert at Radio City that favorite I Favorite story. She just, because every because Audra Day was there, Elton John was there, um, and they all sort of had moments in their sets where they just talked about how great Hillary was, and they made very cogent, you know, uh, statements or whatever. And then Katie, I guess, decides she had to sort of get in there too, and she just in the middle of her set stops and tries to sound political and fails catastrophically. She goes, "Don't you know when you have the blueprints?" That you have to know how to build a house. You need to know where you're putting the bay windows. And, like, that's the bubble right there. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, Katie's, Katie's an your idiot. campaign message is um, <laughs> when you're building a house, house and no, you need blueprints and a, and and a bay de- windows, a degree in architecture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, this is how we're going to get this is middle the black America. vote. <laughs> Let's talk about bay windows. You have to talk about when you construct a house and get bay windows. <laughs> My friend has this theory about Katy Perry is that she doesn't think. Like, whenever she's interviewed, what's your favorite song? Mm. It's never the song that it should be, you know? Like, yeah. her best-selling song is E.T. Extraterrestrial no. featuring Kanye West. Oh True story. Lord. Now, part of that is because she had, like, five singles in a row and right. had the momentum. Yes. And that was, like, the fifth one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But she thinks Wide Awake is the Katy Perry. It's a good song. I don't think it's the song. I love Wide Awake. I wish she'd come out with but a song Henry, like Wide Awake. Right? Henry, you're a man. Mm-hmm. Did a piano version on Instagram today. Did he of uh, the one that got away? Oh, I haven't seen it oh, yet. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, see, I think Beautiful that's song. Katy Perry. Well, you know, Henry Teenage loves- Dream is Katy Perry. Oh, please! Wide Awake is like 
to me, it's like Celine later Celine Dion. Sure. It's Henry... adult contemporary. It's overproduced. It's vaguely inspirational, like walking on air, that song. Oh. Like, I think uh. Katy Perry wants that to be Katy Perry and she'll do Roar. She just didn't. She just. But that's like the hook. What for her, she needs she... to understand is that when she takes herself more seriously, we're out. Mm-hmm. We're out. <laughs> her... We don't. We don't want that. No. We literally want you to shoot whipped cream out of your titties. And she's that's and she's pretty funny. I will say. Yeah. She's oh, she's funny. got a great sense of humor. And when she's tongue in cheek and like kind of blown up and like yeah. whatever. I mean, I do want to see her enter a stadium riding a huge lion. Like that to me is Katy Perry. Her first two songs were "You're So Gay" and "You Don't Even Like Poise." Right. And, and I, I kissed, kissed a girl, girl and I liked it. She had a point of view. She had a point Definitely. Of view. She might have lost the narrative. The and yeah. Teenage Dream, the album, like really heightened that and like blew it up all the way. And even when she was taking herself seriously, you could still laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, but now it's like I think in her effort now to become more adult and take herself more seriously, she's become more washed out. And look, Rise this is, is a not good. perfect example. Bad. Oh no, who who even remembers Rise? Um, it was the worst part of the DNC. <laughs> was when she sang it. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. I was like, what? "Lost Hillary the election." Lost Hillary the election was rise by Katy Perry, <laughs> which was meant for the Brazilian Olympics. Now, um, look, they said no thank you. They said no thank you. No, literally, they said no gracias. No gracias. No, uh, <laughs> I don't speak Portuguese, but I'm guessing it's just <laughs> Spanish. You got, you got the th- th- no gracias. Um, but like, I feel like you could say the same thing about Gaga's. Maybe like, maybe she was taking herself a little too seriously. With, and and but then when she came out with this video for John Wayne this week, it Loved was a return it. to form for like this goofy, crazy. I and I said this last night to uh to sam uh when we were out last night the reason i'm wearing a gaga shirt right now mm-hmm. the reason i love her so much and i will always stand for her and shares because there are goofiest pop stars they are goofy 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 like madonna's never been go- like she's been madonna's been like cheeky tongue-in-cheek but she's never been like a goofy funny pop star and yes. meanwhile gaga and Cher just like just uh rupaul says the fear of your fear of looking stupid is holding you back. Yeah, I think 100%. Gaga, Gaga and Cher do not have that fear. Yeah. And John mm-hmm. Wayne, like, but for a second, like, Gaga will every now and then dip back into that, you know, very... I like A Million Reasons, though. And I love it. Love a million and reasons. everyone throws shade at A Million Reasons, and I'm like, why? I don't understand. I think it's so good. I think it also s- speaks volumes that it is one It's one of the most covered songs of hers. Yeah. Oh, like, already? Going already, yeah. Oh, wow. People, every time you walk into the duplex and Henry's playing... I literally walked in and there was someone singing Million Reasons. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is a song. This is a song. If, if other people want to sing it, I mean, that's like you take the Beatles as a great example of like awesome songwriting. It's mm-hmm. like the Beatles song, the records probably in a thousand years, like no one's going to be turning on Hey Jude, but they're going to be aliens like going, Hey Jude, where are the voiceover like agents listening? Uh, you better work. Yeah, I do aliens and <laughs> and bad British. I would say Brian. And like Portuguese with the, <laughs> Portuguese with the, the Brian should put on a whole live show with aliens singing Earthling covers. I love yeah, it. Yeah, love yeah, yeah. It. It'll be totally in the dark and yeah. you'll just stand on stage and you'll just do your thing. Um, I love it. Anyway, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of this new Katy Perry. I am a huge fan of Lady Gaga returning to what I think is so special about her, which is her full on wacko. Can I also I mean, say I don't like songs that describe a fun night rather than just being fun. But I like. But Last Friday Night does both. Right. That's a. <laughs> I, you're, okay. I take it back. I like Last Friday Night. <laughs> T- I, T- don't, T- I don't. I don't love Last Friday Night. I love California Girls, Teenage Dream. 
E.T. is a grower. It's pretty good. Um, deep cut from that album, Hummingbird Heartbeat. Yeah. There's a yeah. Sci- there's a nature science motif and not like the movies. I love not like not the movies. Yeah. What, famously, when Bowen... <laughs> no, Bo- Bowen and I this. were talking and he, he's don't. singing not like the movies and it became clear that he thought the song was about sex. <laughs> It didn't fit. It wasn't right. He thought it was about penetration. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, wait, do you think this is about penetration and not someone putting a ring on a finger? And he was like, it's about penetration. It's about sex. I was like, that's disgusting. And no, it's not. Well, there's there's, there are things you save for someone you love. And look, maybe it works on both levels. He put it in me, he put it in, <laughs> and I had to take it out. It was too big. What I want to know is, dick. Bowen, what movies are you watching? I'm watching. These are not like them. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm this watching one the thing. movies on superheroes.net. <laughs> I, I turned around. We're recording here, and I turned around and was gagged. Netflix is on the TV in the background, and... Can we gag for a second about Santa Clarita Diet? No. Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, my God. Are you guys gagged? Are you excited? I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. I heard heard it's it's disgusting. I heard, like, it's so graphic and gory. It's about cannibalism. Yeah. I heard heard the first scene is literally her throwing up everywhere. No. I don't want to And I can't. I literally can't do it. And I I was like, why did you do that? Oh, oh, show with Drew Barrymore? Of Start course I want to watch it. Start with Drew. Yeah. Of course I want to watch also, it. And also, who's the hunk in it? What's his name? Timothy Oliphant. He's so great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's that, great. And yeah. he's a great talk show uh, guest. Really? He's one of those guys that's just totally winging it. I love that. Mm. You know who crushed on The Tonight Show the other night? <laughs> oh, God. Claire Danes. Okay. No. Crushed We're it. not getting into it. Crushed it on The Tonight Show and then We're did a not. sketch. And I was like, no. where's SNL asking Claire Danes to host? Because this woman... <laughs> Is a sketch comedictress. <laughs> okay, no. we're not going to I'm them. a fan of the talk shows that just interview them. And like Conan, Don't I love Colbert. Them. Like, I I love just like, just interview them. Sure. Matt. Trade. Matt uttering the words, you know who crushed it on The Tonight Show, Claire Danes. <laughs> and I I just did not want to get into that any further. You guys, I, I, <laughs> I am a fan of the show. And it sounds like you are maybe shilling for Jimmy Fallon right now that he's a fan <laughs> of the show. And I'm just going to call it out right now that I think you're better than that. Thank you so much, Brian. I agree. I just want to say, Jimmy, if you're listening... Um, <laughs> Thank you for everything that you've done. I think that you really bring a lot of personality and effervescence to late night. So thank you. I mean, you the for only that. one I truly watch regularly is Sam B. But it's weekly, oh, same. and the mm-hmm. rumor is is that Conan's going weekly as well. Oh, yeah, I think that's that's, that's not even a rumor. That's definitely confirmed. happening. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's gonna make his show that much. Better. I think that's a good move. Yeah, great move because I, I it is appointment television for me to watch Sam B. Um, all right, guys, let's move on to I don't think so, honey. Yes. Okay. So I don't think so, honey. Brian has come in today with a list of topics. Now, in, I don't want to hear them. I want you to pick the one, which one that you think is the best. And now, for our listeners who may be a little bit unfamiliar and been literally under a rock, <laughs> I don't think so, honey, is the cornerstone. centerpiece, the yes. cornerstone of our show. It is, um, it's, it's amazing. And it's where our guests and ourselves would take a minute to rail against something in culture that is really, you know, making us uh, wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night. Absolutely. And we have to fully take it down. You have to say, I don't think so, honey, as many times as possible, while also being natural about it. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot in store for I don't think so, honey. I think, yes, let's but, say that. But um, let's, let's just say that. 
And uh, I think it's time. Are you ready, Brian? Bowen, myself. I'm ready. Um, Would you like to go first, Bowen? I can go first. I mean, look, this is what always happens. I've noticed this. I always go first, keep it very measured, and then... um, and then Matt will, you know, just yes. That, that, by that, all means, telegraph what's about to happen. Okay, well, maybe maybe <laughs> this... make it less fun for everyone listening. <laughs> okay, um, all right, I think I'm just ready to. I'm ready to go. Oh, um, all right. I have one minute on the clock for Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. And it starts. No, I don't think so, honey. Sweet green, oh! honey. I am watching my macros right now because I am trying to eat more protein and carbs, but trying to cut out fat. Not completely cut it out, but here, here are my macro breakdowns: two hundred grams of carbs, two hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, two hundred grams of protein, two hundred forty grams of carbs, sixty grams of fat. Everything on your menu has fat, and you try to pass yourself up as a healthy salad restaurant. Oh. No, bitch. Your all your salads have so much fat. I'm talking fifty grams of fat. Can you believe that? I don't think so, honey. Sweet green, trying to just. Uh, uh, con the american public into walking into your fucking restored wood bullshit salad restaurant spaces and think oh look at this rad thai salad isn't that a fun play on words because we're fucking basic like that i don't want your rad thai i don't want your spicy sabsi i don't want your seasonal fucking uh, falafel salads i don't think so honey i don't think so honey i don't want this bougie ass salad experience undercutting my quest for nutritious food honey i don't think so honey sweet green you are a farce and I, I see right through you, bitch. That's one minute. Ooh. Oh, my God. I think they're going to close. I think they're going to close. I think that's one of my best. I think that, that you should be very proud. Thank did you, you prepare that? I did not prepare that, but I did, I just, that was amazing. it came to me within the last two minutes before we were it about to It came to, to you, and you knew. Yes. That's what you had to do. Your, I don't think so, honey, about. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. All right. I'm proud of you. How, what do we think about Sweet Green? I've literally never been in my life. I have the app, and I am okay with spending $17 on a salad there. That's the other thing. $17 Privilege. on a salad, and then, what, $5, $5 on an infused iced tea? No, thank you. I don't think so, honey. All right. I, mean, I, I, gotta, I gotta say, that was very effective. I have one. Okay, great. And I'm gonna put one minute on the clock for Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The new version of Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> sung by Ariana Grande and John Legend. <laughs> Bitch, no. I don't think so, honey. With your fucking Casio keyboard sound effects in the back you better hire real musicians disney i don't think so honey you've done this before you know what it is like to be on the top of your game why then why why do you give us this bullshit this garbage someone tell ariana grande to use her diction and crunch her fucking consonants you can't understand the words you cannot come to me after angela landbury slays the gig in the early 90s and Peebo and Celine Dion do give you an iconic pop version and give me this garbage obviously Ariana Grande and John Legend were not in the same room when they were recorded the violins sound fake the keyboard sounds fake yes. it sounds like a keyboard not a piano give us Disney magic you're losing it Disney you only care about the bottom line you need to do this right I'm serious it's a shame that you keep making these Disney remix when you haven't figured it out you're missing something fuck you I don't think so honey I don't think so honey that's one minute wow Matt I think you wow. nailed it I mean what happened to Peebo, can we talk about Peebo? He nailed that. Well, let me. Oh, I just so feel <laughs> like we're headed into a catastrophic thing with this Beauty and the Beast remake. If the dolls are any indication, God lover, but you know, <laughs> too real face. It's the uncanny that, valley. Those dolls. I just God lover, but Emma Watson, like these snippets of her singing, they don't sound good, and it's like she was supposed to be in La La Land. You know this, right? Oh, oh right. yeah, I heard about that. She was offered it originally. Her and Miles Teller, who's the other one? Oh, God. Someone Her else. and Miles Teller, Can I think that was it. No, I, oh, I, I think they would have... I think that 
it's a good thing they didn't do that because I think they would have fucking hated each other. Oh, sure. And the Oof. movie would have been bad. Oof. I love Emma Watson, but like, you know what? It's, there's no shame in just, I guess, um, I don't know, having someone else sing it. This is a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Having like Natalie winning it. You basically, like, I having... guess. I mean, I, or, or just like do hire someone that can sing. They're out there. Spe- and, you know, La La Land is one thing. I've given Emma Stone a pass for not being the best singer in the world, but like this is That's the point, music though. that we know. Right. This is like, and, and, you know, you can guarantee the movie mm. is going to hit less hard when you hear these songs sung much worse than we're used to. Like, it's such a shame because there were, there really was so much promise. And Matt, you've been on a, a documented on this podcast. You've been on a roller coaster with this movie, honey. I'm excited about it. I was excited about it, but now I just can't ignore every sign being bad. Like she does not. Emma does not sound good. She doesn't sound good. They didn't make any effort to make it sound like it wasn't sung through a fucking refrigerator <laughs> like and also i'm sorry but when the, when the new beauty and the beast remake the pop version sounds and and it's like and all of Cassio. a sudden you hear like ding, 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 and it sounds like an effect on a casio keyboard i'm like no way yeah sure totally. it's just so unless it's deliberately a throwback to that sound in the 90s but to the point where i might not even so see they, it. did they go with dan stevens because he was like affordable is he the guy playing the beast? He's playing the beast. Is it because yeah. he has a British accent? Oh, he's definitely he's definitely super handsome and talented. But I think yeah, maybe he was a he's, steal he's for Legion. Them. He's the new FX show. Legion. Oh, he's on that. Disney show. only cares about the bottom line. You see it in all their products now. It's so disappointing. You see it in their theme parks, which are now officially malls. You see it. I mean, <laughs> they used to, they had this really kind of classic. Um, little coffee shop on Main Street USA in Magic Kingdom. It's now a Starbucks. That's real. Oh. Um, yeah, it's it just, just sucks. Will sell, yeah. It sucks. And it's also like, you know, they have will some respect. do the live action fairy tales until they stop making money. Yeah. yeah. There's no like, and well, let's only do the good ones. Doesn't no. matter how good they are. Yeah. Right. You know, expect the little Maleficent mermaid. made like the most. And it was a bad movie. It was horrible. <laughs> it made the most money. Like, it made Angelina Jolie like an. It reaffirmed her A-list movie star status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. But, but I mean, it wasn't good. And sure. it could have been good. Could have been great. All right. Anyway. It's Brian Foss's time on I Don't Think So, Honey. I cannot wait for this. This is going to be... And you got to make a decision, Brian. I think Brian's going to... I think no matter what, Brian's going to do great. And not to not to put too much pressure. Okay. Um, But here we go. This is Brian not Foss. Not to put too much pressure, but we did just do two of our best. I don't think so. <laughs> I honestly was like, wow, that was really great. No, this is going to be great. And look, we're going to... You better believe Matt and I are going to gasp. And this is also the chance... Figure I don't think so, honey, to go down history and potentially be animated. Oh, I want that. Okay, here we go. Let's see. By Lulu Krauss. Here we go. Brian Foss, I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. All right, I don't think so, honey, about adult birthdays. Okay. Ah! You're not a child, okay? Why do you deserve cake? If you are a good person, your friends will be nice to you every single day. You shouldn't get this magic wand where it's your birthday, so if you say, I want to go to a ninja-themed sushi restaurant, you get to have all your friends show up and and throw down $200 for your fucking birthday? How old are you? 
You should stop celebrating birthdays. You should have friends that treat you nice. And guess what? If you're turning 40, I'm not going to fly to the fucking Curacao Dutch colony. <laughs> and, and, and like, these are the same people, by the way, that make, you know, put on a birthday crown and like march around like everyone's suddenly their slave. They're the same people that bitch about destination weddings. It's like, you have a destination wedding every single year. 100%. And I have to like come up with some excuse to like not go. And then there's sort of like, there's that moment where they're like, well, I think I'm going to open presents in front of people. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't know that we were bringing presents. Uh, what do you mean? My presents should be your presents. Fuck your birthday. You're a grown up. Oh, that's oh! one minute. Wow. Oh my gosh. You know what? I think that people that take them birthday seriously and it's not a bit, I actually think they're crazy. It's <sighs> insane. It's one thing. I mean, look, I'm be at this bar. Come on by. Let's get drunk. I'm about that any night of the week. Hundo. Hundo P. But this thing where like, I literally uh, texted a friend like, let's go see John Wick. And then, he bailed. But, okay. G- g- can we just point out, just for context, yesterday was Brian Foss's birthday. Yes. Keep going. And Oh, it's, my God. It's Happy one birthday. Of, thank you. It's one of my least favorite days of the year. I'm, like, beholden to acquaintances texting me saying happy birthday and you have to text back. I feel like, I was like, this is not. Anyway, so yes. randomly this week, I wanted to go see John Wick 2. Friend bailed. Mm-hmm. I saw him in person and he was like, why didn't you tell me it was your birthday? I would have gone. And that's Brian's I said, point. What? Yeah. I said, D- look, you had something going on. You had a, like, you didn't bail because you didn't want to see the movie or want to hang names. out, right? Who is this? No. <laughs> Carmen Christopher. <gasps> Carmen. Carmen. And, and he said, but look, I'm one of your boys. If it was your birthday, I would have canceled my other thing to show up. And Good I'm like, Carmen impression. That's look, a great Carmen impression. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of your yeah. boys. Look, I'm one of your boys. We love Carmen. But I'm look. Latino. <laughs> Carmen, though, I, but this is not just specific to Carmen because no. I probably would have said Everyone the same. feels that same way where they're like, oh, I, the obligation factor. There you go. But it's but Brian's some, saying if you're a good person, then they're going to want to see John Wick two with you no matter what. You sure. know, or if I it's guess a fun I'm plan. Yes. I guess I'm a great person then because I literally went on Facebook and saw 50 people have written on Brian Foss's wall happy birthday, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll talk to him later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not you know, this. This is what Brian is getting Facebook at. Facebook has sort of ruined birthdays, but that's a whole sure. other story. I'm talking about the we can get into it big. Performative like, aspects of adult birthdays. Oh, I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. And when you when people get mad that you didn't do go out of their way for their birthday, it's like you gotta be fucking. And there's a thing me. that millennial girls do, and I don't want to say yes. millennial like a dirty word or gendering girls. They but. post pictures of their friend on their birthday to prove that they are close to them. And I feel like that is a... That is not exclusive to millennial girls. No, okay. That's a millennial gay thing, too. Yes. It is a power move mm-hmm. because you're afraid of this friendship. Yeah. Like, the subtext is, like, the birthday <sighs> the birthday power. Now, great. I love celebrating people. Yes. I, you know, famously love Langan Kingsley's 51 gay people after Orlando. <laughs> she did not continue she did not that. continue. Langan, if you're listening... Never made the list. Never made the list either. Me neither. She got through, what, three people? Yeah. Um, it was like Josh, Aaron, <laughs> Brandon. Yeah. Her gays. <laughs> you got 40 something more people to celebrate. Like, she's got a long way to go. I'm all about celebrating people. And we fortunately are in an industry where we can always, like, say, I love your video. That was a yes. great song. There's yeah. work to refer to. Your yeah. new painting's amazing. And right. we, we have this opportunity, and I realize regulars um, don't. Normies. And so maybe birthdays occupy that space but sure. it has turned into like a pageant that is like 
It's like you don't sure. get a bar then mitzvah. Then you get the thing of like, well, it's my birthday weekend or it's my birthday week. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday month. Uh, I had someone that's like, it's my birthday month. Surprise me. It's my birthday month. Oh, I name <laughs> names. Me. Name names, bitch. No, no you don't not. have to. But no, I will not. It I, is a, ba- a very basic thing to do. I will say this. The posting the photos and like the, the tributes. Maybe I went too far with that. No, I don't think. I, I think no. there's there's a grain of, there's definitely a grain of truth to that. But like. You didn't. When Matt, when, when Matt, when it's Matt's birthday, you best believe I will post. I always go in for Bowen's birthday and Sudi's birthday. Well, here's the thing. I will go in for my people. You're best friends. You have pictures of each other. And sometimes you're like, I don't know what to put on Instagram. And so when the birthday pops up, you're like, oh, now I have something fun to put. Yeah. Celebratory. There you go. It's the it's the things that feel like just obligation. I had a friend sure. where the, I saw him only at the only time we hung out was at his birthday. Mm. And on the third time, I was like, I don't think we're we're not friends. We're friends yeah. if I'm only seeing you once a year. And yeah, also and it was at the same, you know, that fucking bar hot bird. Uh-huh. Everyone has their birthday at because yeah. there's like a fire pit in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in the part of Brooklyn that no one can say what neighborhood it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, birthday at Hotbird. And I was like, if I have to go to Hotbird one more time <laughs> to like pay my respects to the birthday king, I will kill myself. And oh also, God. is it, I do not think so. I, I don't honey. think so, honey. This is no. This is real. This is a, this my is a birthday deep is one coming up, and I never know where to have it too. It puts the onus on you to like figure out oh, yeah. where, what's central yeah. for everyone. What I had are you doing my for birthday. Your birthday, Matt. What are you doing for your birthday? Uh, Who are you gonna I, invite? I, and literally, I panicked last year because a few years before, I had had my birthday at Union Hall. And it uh-huh. was like, during the week, and so it wasn't crowded at all. And then uh-huh. last year, my birthday fell on a Saturday, and I was like, we're going to Union Hall, and it was so crowded, and yeah. I was the first to show up, and I was the first person. <sighs> I was the only person there for that first half hour. Half hour. And I'm like, I don't even really like being here when it's this crowded, and it's this crowd. Yeah. I'm, if I I'm were invited, I wouldn't come. Yeah. I had to fucking travel for it. Again, if you turn 30, if you have like a, a, an event, and you want to like make it fun for the people coming, mm-hmm. and, and sure, plan a thing. Like, sure. But I'm gonna have it at my house this year. Also, I will say this: I realized this on my most recent Out birthday. In Suffolk County, in Suffolk, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my parents' house. My most recent birthday, I realized <laughs> it was lovely. Uh, lovely, uh, great people came. It was so nice to see everybody. But then I also felt like I didn't have enough like actual FaceTime with any one right. person. Yeah, for, you can't. You, can, you never can you're, can. you're making the rounds. If it, if you, if it's your birthday, you're making the rounds, and it's like truly not. It, it can be better. There's, there's got to be something better. So anyway, you know what? I, you I get stuck talking to like a a friend from a different group, right? And you're like, so how do you know Bowen? Yeah, and it was oh, okay. NYU, cool. And then right. there's always that person that shows up and like love you for showing up, but that person that shows up and it's just like, oh no, am I gonna have to like <laughs> stop? <laughs> Babysit this person a little bit because right. like. I can tell they don't know anybody. Yeah, and then I have a few friends who love them. They like want to r- rage. Yeah, they're like, "It's your birthday. I'm buying you drinks." And it's like, "I have a drink. I will. Pr- I'll have right, the right, right amount of drinks." Yeah, pr- I've never had trouble. Yes. getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's this thing where it's like, "No, we're gonna make a fool out of you." Yeah, like, there's right. this, this extra attention. Everyone has their own version of it, but it is. I think it's childish. I think I that's, nailed it two years ago when I just invited like seven people to go out to dinner. That's cool. Yeah. When we went to Tall Day that one time. Were oh, that was great. I was there. Yeah, it was just fun. That was fun. Is Tall Day, can I ask, mm-hmm. an expensive restaurant? You know, it, it airs on the side of like a little bit nicer. I wouldn't say it's expensive. It's, not a it's like family style. Yeah. I went to a friend's birthday. Get this. Uh-oh. Getting that it. had like assigned seating. No, no. See, nope. that's I know unacceptable. And no, I, I know. was put at like the side of the table w- without the people I knew. 
Just don't what make is it a, a high maintenance wedding. Thing. And also, <laughs> right? Is, but this is at a brunch place on the Upper West Side, and I wanted to climb up the wall. Oh this my is God. the thing with weddings too, though. Don't make it hard for people socially. Like, like I get that it's about you. Like, if you want to make your birthday about you, sure. But like, don't make it weird for other people. I hate the assigned seating thing. I went to a friend's wedding at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens this past year, and was definitely sat at, like put at the boring couples table, and I knew it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And guess what? I didn't sit there. <gasps> what I did you do? Where'd you pulled sit? up a chair to the fun singles table? Ah! <laughs> Ryan. I'm not a dummy. I'm like, I see what you did. I love it. You got to spread people around. But like, I was like, it's a party. This is supposed to be a party. Yes. You know what? what I guess to. that's what it is. <laughs> if you're going to assign to at least people with the fun people. And every wedding, I've, <laughs> every wedding I've been to, they put me with the fun people. So thank you to Matt, all the weddings of 2016. Matt, every table you're at becomes the fun table. By <gasps> that's, Girl, uh... that's a little bit true. <laughs> um, all right, you guys. And whoa, what a good I don't think so funny because it promoted a conversation. Yes, mm-hmm. that was a true mm-hmm. seedling. That was a masterful what a culturista true culturista and what a lost culturistas episode <laughs> absolutely guys brian what day is ding dong ding dong's uh february 24th february 24th it's oscars weekend friday 7 <gasps> 30 so ding dong Don and i are co-hosting a pre pre actors oscars party Don menzalo uh-huh. that's a sexy boy Okay. I've heard. I've heard. I can't tell by his pictures, but I'll I'll keep looking and see if it finally So many sexy little straight boys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could just name more names, of them. but you know we'll name names off the air. You know we do. There's more of them. Their chances are higher. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. There's you're right. You're right. You're right. We're not thinking about all the unsexy straight people. Sure. We're not thinking about you. <laughs> We're not thinking about you. We don't think about you boys. Um uh this is this has been so great, Brian. Thank you so Brian, much. We for, love you so much. Yes, yeah, see you, Matt, at Ding Dong. Ding I will dong. see you at Ding Dong, and we'll see Brian soon. And you know what? For everyone listening at home, there's a big announcement coming. Oh, where we can announce it and just that's yet? That's all I'm going to say. But we'll we'll announce something. But there's big. a big announcement coming. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Brian. Where can people find Our you producer, online? <laughs> Alex just freaked out a little bit. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just gave him a, a, such a heart attack. But no. But I'm right. not saying what the announcement is. I'm just saying it's coming. I'm okay. just saying Which it's coming. In a way, is ruining the announcement. Who knows? No, it's not. Okay. You, okay. You'll be gagged when you're here. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Brian Fostagram, Fostagram. Snapchat. What a good Brian name. Foss Snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is Brian underscore Foss. Uh, Facebook, sure. You can follow me on Facebook too if you want. Wow, do it. I recommend um, it. I love social media. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's Brian, great. we All right. love you. We love you. This has been Bo and Yang. This has been Matt Rogers. You know what? Have a great day. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the Grammys. Bye. <laughs> Which are last night. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. 
you know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Croc clogs and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.